This is the Nun Report. I'm Dan Nunn. This is where we talk truth, freedom, and a little bit of weirdness on an almost daily basis. Today is Wednesday, January 25. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, so a couple of uh, little announcements here first before we get rolling on the show. We're going to talk about the Biden clown show today. And that that leaves us a lot to talk about because the entire thing is is a joke. All right. The entire thing is a clown show. But they've given us a lot of material the last couple of days. So I'm just going to kind of let them speak for themselves. And that will make the show, I think, with a little bit of commentary thrown in. But first, a couple of announcements. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to be out. I'm having some uh, uh, kind of major dental work done. So I will be out for a day and uh, probably throw up. I'll throw up something from the past that's relevant or maybe just kind of put together a best of reel or something like that. And I'll put that out there. So there will be something up tomorrow but it's not going to be a live show or a current topic show because uh, I'm going to be going to be recovering from from some dental work. And uh, then secondly, please, if you follow me on Facebook at all and and they're at it again, I mean, they've suspended my ad account that, that I'm not allowed to post in groups. Uh, if I post a video up there, it gets zero traction at all. I look at the analytics and they tell me, oh, so I get I get notifications Oh, you're doing great. Your exposure has increased. And then on the other hand, oh, nothing. And because they don't, they don't like the videos that go to outside links for Rumble. So follow me on Rumble, rumble.com slash the Nun Report. You won't miss anything at all. Make sure you check back. Uh, put my Facebook page as favorites if you're on Facebook. And same with Twitter. And then you'll, you'll be sure to see most things then, I hope. I'm experimenting a little bit with different things. I still can't post to groups. So if you guys want to share things, out there into different groups and stuff that would be much appreciated anything to get traction anything to get this thing rolling anything legal that is don't go crazy out there because i know some of you are all right let's get rolling today it's wednesday it's hump day we're going on to the second half of this week and the white house did not disappoint they came out with all sorts of things they, they talked about oh of course, the classified documents, we got to jump, dive into that a little bit because it's the gift that keeps on giving. They dove into the debt. They dove into uh, Schiff and Swallowell uh, getting fired off of the Intel Committee. Yay. And Elon Omar also getting fired off of her committee. McCarthy so far, I tell you what, uh, McCarthy... I, I have always in, saw him as a rhino. I've seen him as a politician that kind of goes with the flow he goes with the wind so so there's one of two things that's happening right now one the popular uh thing to do in the political wind right now is blowing toward from the from the republican side is blowing toward america first constitutional conservative candidates and representatives and so he's going to he's going to naturally go that way because he's a chameleon he's always in his career he's been a chameleon he goes wherever, whatever's popular. So that's first option. And that could, it's very possible that that's why he's doing what he's doing. Number two is he actually has been red pill. Could happen. Uh, we saw it with Ted Cruz, big time. Ted Cruz was not a Donald Trump fan. He was not a make America great again patriot. But he opened his eyes and he allowed himself to absorb it. He had allowed himself to use some critical thinking and go through it. And he's become one of, the biggest supporters of the party and the conservative movement. So we'll see what happens with, with McCarthy, but uh, I have high hopes, you know, I try to stay positive and until I always say it until somebody proves me wrong, I trust them. And 
sometimes it comes around and bites me. In fact, often it comes around and bites me. But my pers- I judge my judgment on people, or, or I, I place my judgment on people based on my personal interactions with them, not what I hear. You know, if somebody says, oh, so-and-so is a jerk, and I don't know why you're hanging out with them, I'm like, well, I don't he's been okay with me. You know, he's never done me wrong. And so I, I reserve my judgment on my personal interactions with people and with, uh, with, with politicians and, and kind of my opinion on things. You know, until you screw me, you know, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. That's just me. I know a lot of people don't come from there. So we had a lot of information coming out today from, from the podium. And we're going to start with uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre because... Uh, why wouldn't we? And she's wearing a bright green suit today. So let's check this. The president had said he was going to talk to us about this soon. He did make brief comments last week, but does he have any plans to answer the questions that we've been posing to him to perhaps hold a press conference so that we no, can understand, ask a range I of questions? Totally understand the question. Uh, I don't have anything to preview right at this time on... Um, on any any uh, opportunities for the president to address this, uh, but as you all know, and I know questions were shouted earlier, there's many opportunities that you all have with him. Uh, where he what does she even say? Your questions, and he has over the past uh, two weeks. Answered questions. No, I understand. We've been shouted. No, he's answered actually when he was in California. He took no. a que- he took a question when he was in Mexico City. He was asked. He took a question the day after that. No, but the day after that, he took a question. So I'm just saying that it's... Oh, well, on this day, he took a question. And the day after that, he took a question. And oh, back when he was in uh, New Mexico, he took a question. The guy has not done a solo presser in 72 days. It's been a long friggin' time. There are scandals going on. We're basically at war with Russia, uh, a proxy war with Russia via Ukraine. We have still 40-year high inflation. We have eggs that cost anywhere from $3 to Eight dollars a dozen, depending on where you live. Fuel prices are going back up again. He took all kinds of credit for them going down, but now they're back up. They've been going up for thirty days, by the way. They're up thirty-three cents on average. In the United States for regular unleaded over the last month. So is he going to take credit for that too? Doubtful. But uh, anyway, that was about Karine uh, Jean Pierre saying that you know, hey, Biden answers questions. No, he doesn't answer questions. He mocks us. He makes fun of us. The guy's a joke. Okay? And he's a traitor to this country. Make no mistake. John Kirby, they throw him out there a little more often now because I think they're understanding that Karine Jean-Pierre is the worst press secretary ever. She can't do anything. She says nothing. At least Jen Pisaki was a good liar. And she was dynamic. And and uh, she could go with the flow when she needed to, and she could punch back when she needed to. Karine Jean-Pierre, she's just, she's just hopeless, man. And John Kirby isn't far behind. Let's see what he had to say with this. John, how hard is it to walk out of a skip with classified material? Diving into documents here. Everybody who goes into a skip uh, knows what the requirements are to go in um, and knows... Uh, what the requirements are to go out. Um, you, you know, there's, you can't bring personal devices in, and uh, you certainly can't uh, leave uh, with uh, material unless that material is appropriately secured. And 
usually what happens to someone in the chain of command if they do leave with a piece of classified material that they're not supposed to have or that is not secured? I think uh, <laughs> Listen. If, if you do it inadvertently or you do it and you, re you realize, you know, you don't have it secured in a locked bag, you know, you, you self-report. <laughs> this is exactly what the president did, self-reporting. Um, but you self-report and you, uh, you make sure that, uh, uh, that you get the material back secured where it belongs um, and that you're transparent about it. So basically it's an honor system. So these senators and stuff, they know when they go into a SCIF, the secured facility to view these documents or to read documents or whatever, that they can't take anything in there. They're not supposed to take pictures in there and they can't remove anything unless they have permission to and unless it's considered, unless it's, uh, unless it's secure. And it's on the honor system. So if you accidentally stuff something in your briefcase and leave the skiff with it, then you just, you just self-report. And as John Kirby said, that's exactly what Biden did. He self-reported six years later, six years. And that's if you only go back to his vice presidency. If you go back to when he was a senator, 20 years later, he self-reported. What a joke. These guys... These people cannot be taken seriously. These people are, they're not serious people. They're children. They have no cohesive message. They have no cohesive policy. All they do around is go around like all liberals and communists do is blaming everybody else while they play the victim. He does it with the policy. He does it with gas prices. He does it with Ukraine. That's Russia's fault. He does it. It's all... It's all somebody else's fault. It's never his fault. And this is the guy who ran on the buck stops with me. The buck stops with me, he said. And, uh, and that's just obviously not true. And, you know, as far as running on the honor system, what John Kirby just said, you know, it's up to them to self-report. Kamala, you know, she has something to say about that. Let's check this out. <laughs> okay go away that's enough i don't pull that clip out very often because it's just super annoying and and i, I uh, i'm gonna have nightmares tonight now I hope that you appreciate the fact that I put something out on this show that I had to also listen to in my ears that's going to give me nightmares for your entertainment. I will have nightmares for your entertainment. That's it. Okay. Uh, next, we're going to move on to the fact that, uh, you know, the classified documents, this is an important thing. And, and um, oh, let's, we got Karine Jean-Pierre one more time here. And she's going to be talking about talking about the, uh, check this out. A number of lawmakers reacted yesterday to the revelations by former Vice President Mike Pence with some disbelief saying that writ large, the system is broken when it comes to top officials handling classified documents. Does the President, does the administration agree with that assessment? And does the President, as the Commander-in-Chief, feel it's his responsibility to do something about it? 
So look, I know my colleague was just asked this question, and I do want to be very careful. Uh, this is a, an ongoing uh, legal matter here. Uh, no, it, it is actually, but, but I hear you. Speaking here, we have a number of current and formers who have now acknowledged, I, yes, they found classified documents in their possessions in places that are not secure, the nation's deepest secrets. I, no, I so hear the question. I feel like he needs to address this. I, I, no, I hear the question, and we're talking about the system. You're asking about how do we move. Yeah, she hears the question. She's just not going to answer it, right? All right, continue, Corrine. Forward, you're asking, like, what does the president think? And I am telling you uh, that because there is a really, I have to be really careful, because there is, uh, there is, this is a legal matter that is happening currently. And, any, and for me to comment on anything that's related to an ongoing investigation, I, that is not something that I can do from here. The president had said he was going to talk to us about this. He did make brief comments last week. Does he have any plans to answer the questions that we've been posing to him to perhaps hold a press conference so that we no, can understand ask a range I of questions? Totally understand the question. Uh, I don't have anything to preview right at this time on uh, on any any uh, opportunities for the president to address this. Uh, but as you again, seventy-two days since he had a solo presser. And she doesn't have, I got nothing to say, but she has to be extremely careful. If only women were that careful about birth control and didn't have to use abortion as a form of birth control. Oh, did I say that? I think I just said that. It'd be, it'd be a shame if women were careful enough to do that. Let's dive into the classified documents because, you know, they, everyone has questions about it. Uh, we want to know what's going on. The press wants to know what's going on. At least some of them do. Most of them aren't honest, but some of them do. And John Kirby was asked about the documents today. And, and so let's just hear what he had to say. From a national security perspective, you work in national security. How concerned are you and does the system need reform? I'm going to defer most of the document questions to Kareem. The only thing I'd say here is that uh, you're welcome. Uh, Thank you. Okay, he's referring the document questions to Kareen. All right, so let's, great. All right, so he's deferring to Kareen. Let's hear what Kareen has to say about the documents. Because since John Kirby is not going to answer any questions, he says, eh, I can't answer those questions. Talk to Kareen. What do you have to say, Kareen? We know the president did it. Why did he do it? I would refer to the White House Counsel's Office. In the president's own words, he admits to having information that wasn't his. Why did he smuggle it out? I will let the, 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 the statement of the president stand for itself. I'm just not going to go into a rabbit hole, down a rabbit hole with you on this. Okay, so Kirby says to talk to Kareen. Kareen says to talk to the White House Counsel. Um, maybe the vice president. Maybe... Kamala, 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 whatever you want to call her, Miss Cack, Miss Mrs. Cackling, Cackling Kamala. Maybe she has something to say about it. I mean, Kirby said to talk to Corinne. Corinne said to talk to the White House Counsel. But let, let's just see what, if the Vice President has anything to say about it. Madam Vice President, do you have a moment to talk about classified documents? Did you ever take classified documents home as a senator? She doesn't have anything to say about it either. What the hell? What do you have to do to get an answer out of these people? I mean, all right, so Corrine, she did, in her defense, refer us to the president and, and to listen to what he said. And, that, and repeatedly, both Corrine and 
Uh, John Kirby have said that the president answers questions. He's been out there. He was in New Mexico answering questions. He answered a question the day before yesterday. Well, I don't know. Here's here's a look at uh, President Biden answering questions. You tell me what you think. Mr. President, how do you not know what's in the documents, Mr. President? How do you not know what's in the documents? Sir, why did you tell <laughs> yeah, laugh. Laugh, mother. Mr. President, are you sure there are no more classified documents? So there's their response on classified documents. And when they, when you look at, when they actually catch him looking at the camera, he laughs at you. He mocks you. Chuck Schumer and Kamala Harris, they mock you. They're getting asked questions by the free press of the United States. Questions that the American people are interested in hearing answers to. And they laugh. They're smug. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They care about themselves, period. Biden's days are numbered. He's going down. They're throwing him under the bus right now. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw... <laughs> God. Oh. We might see a Kamala Harris administration before 2024 at the rate his presidency is going. And uh, that will certainly be interesting. So we could talk about the documents all day long. Everybody else is. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on a little bit from there. And let's take a look at... Uh, let's take a look at, at, at what's on the table. You know, Karine Jean-Pierre, she's going she to talk about that a little Any bit. Any reaction from, from you from the White House um, about Speaker McCarthy's decision to keep... Representative Schiff and Swalwell from the Intelligence Committee? So I'll say this. Uh, Representative Schiff, Representative Swalwell, uh, and uh, also Repres uh, Representative uh, Omar are, um, you know, are expertise and bring a lot to the table when it comes to uh, foreign policy and national security. And we'll say this, uh, you know, we'll say this. We'll say that, um, you know, when it comes to that committee, it should not be politicized. Uh, it should be independent, and uh, and again, those congressional members bring a lot of expertise uh, to that committee, and uh, I'll leave it there. Yeah, just like the Democrats when they Pelosi and when she controlled the House, all of the conservatives that they put on committees, 
Mm. Yes, don't make it political at all. It, it is freaking political. Don't be stupid. Don't say stupid things. It just makes you look ridiculous. Of course, it's freaking political. But it goes beyond that. Swalwell, the only person, the only thing that's on the table with Swalwell is maybe his Chinese spy in a back office somewhere when he's doing her. <sighs> but I shouldn't speak for Swalwell. I should let him speak for himself. But we will not be quiet. We're not going away. I think he'll regret giving all three of us more time on our hands. But at the end of the day, our mission now is to restore the credibility and integrity of this institution of which the speaker has so gravely, so gravely smashed and destroyed. Gravely. Just so gravely. <laughs> Poor guy, man. You should go cry on your pillow while you're having pillow talk with your Chinese spy about whatever it is you want to talk about. Good riddance. I'm glad they're gone. I hope they never come back. They shouldn't even be in Congress. The fact that these people get elected to Congress over and over again blows my mind. I don't know who lives in these districts, but when I listen to Swalwell talk, this is what I hear. Okay. Wake up! Wake up! Everybody out there, wake up. We're done with that, all right? I played my little joke. I put my little Peanuts teacher talking cartoon in there. But seriously, Swalwell, man, you're a pathetic human being. You are a, a whiny little... You're just a whiny little... I'm going to go ahead and say it. You're a whiny little bitch. How about that? All right, so we're going to jump on a little bit. We're going to move on to uh, Ukraine and cover that a little bit because the this administration seems to continue their clown show, and that's the theme of today is the Biden clown show. And I've showed you examples of the clown show with the people that are spokespersons for the administration, including Karine Jean-Pierre, John Kirby, Eric Swalwell, Kamala Harris. Yes, these are the cast of characters that are in the circus. And the head circus keeper, the ringmaster, if you will, is this dementia-ridden old man who somehow won the greatest votes in the history of the country by sitting around in his basement and doing nothing while the FBI covered him and squashed documents on his son and protected him so they could get the orange man out because orange man was bad. But I, I've digressed. Let's go ahead and talk about the Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine a little bit because we, we gave them, we've, so far we've given them $140 billion. That's right, $140 billion in a year, one year. And then we gave them another $2.5 billion last week. And now we're going to give them some of our most advanced weaponry, including Abram tanks. Check this. And today, today I'm announcing that the United States will be sending 31 Abram tanks to Ukraine, the equivalent of one Ukrainian battalion. Secretary Austin has recommended this step because it will enhance the Ukraine's capacity to defend its territory and achieve its strategic objective. The Asian tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. 
<clears throat> they're also extremely complex to operate and maintain. So we're also giving Ukraine the parts and equipment necessary to effectively sustain these tanks on the battlefield. When we begin, we'll begin to train the Ukrainian troops on these issues of sustainment, logistics, and maintenance as soon as possible. Right, so this is the second weapon systems we've sent over there that we have to train them on. The Abram tank is undoubtedly the the most fearsome weapon on the battlefield. It is. He's right. It's the United freaking States of America. Of course, we made the best. Not under your regime, but in, under past administrations. Do you think this might upset Russia at all? Do you think that Russia might be going like, well, wow, they're, they're giving them their most advanced weapons. We also gave them Patriot missiles. I'm going to drop a clip on that as well. But these things don't run by themselves. And they're, as, as the ringmaster said of the circus right there, that these are complex weapon systems that require parts and equipment, which we're going to give them as well, and training. Oh, training like they did with the Patriot missile systems as well. That means U.S. troops with boots on the ground in Ukraine who's fighting a war against Russia. Just so we're clear on that. Just want to make sure that everybody gets that. That we have American troops are on the ground in Ukraine training them how to use our weapon systems. He wants to take us to war. Here's the next tidbit from the ringleader. And I ship an air defense system, all to help counter Ukraine's brutal aggression that's happening because of Russia. I'm going to play that one more time. And let's see if you catch it. Listen carefully. And I ship an air defense system, all to help counter Ukraine's brutal aggression that's happening because of Russia. He's setting in air systems to cover Ukraine's aggression. <laughs> this guy can't talk a straight sentence for nothing, man. Um, and his son's all cracked up doing deal deals with Ukraine and Russia and China. This family, man, how he got, you know, he failed twice. This is not the, the first time he ran for president. He failed because he's a plagiarist and a liar and got busted for it both times. I guess third time's a charm. I'll just sit in my basement during COVID and let the FBI get me elected. <laughs> Jesus. Ukraine is the aggressor. According to Joe Biden, you heard it here first on the Nun Report. Ukraine is the aggressor in the Ukraine-Russian war. And last, we're going to get one more clip. Well, rounds of artillery ammunition and more than 50 advanced multi-launch rocket systems. And I ship an air defense system, all to help counter Ukraine's brutal aggression that's happening because of Russia. And look, today's announcement builds on... Again, Ukraine's brutal aggression. Ukraine's brutal aggression. I'm going to let him be his own judge of himself. So ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb. And I've done some dumb things. 
I'll do dumb things again. Yes, we know, Joe. We know that you've done dumb things, and we know you'll do dumb things again. But isn't that what he does? He just always does dumb things, and he does dumb things again and again and again. So we know that fuel prices are going back up, and we knew that they would. They're going to try to blame the Republicans on it because, well, you know, you guys aren't going to let us release any more of our strategic reserves to artificially deflate prices. That's an artificial temporary fix. It always was. It was never a permanent fix to the inflated prices. The only fix to that is American energy independence, is to let them drill more on productive lands, to put out more leases, to allow them to drill up in the wild, to put pipelines in place that will put more oil into the refineries. But I'm going to... In this episode on the Biden clown show, where it began during his campaign, one of the places it began, and that was on the destruction and declaring war on the American energy industry. Let's check this out. I guess I need to make that big. There we go. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new, new drilling. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. And Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in the Biden administration? No, we would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America. No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again. And we're going to get rid of the ones we have now. I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yes. new pipeline infrastructure? There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. No more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. We're transitioned from the oil industry, yes. And they will do it. Even if that means America needs to starve and America needs to freeze, they will do it. Even if that means we have to pay $10 a gallon for fuel to force us into using something that's even worse. It's, it's unbelievable, really. I mean, but they're doing exactly what they said they were going to do. And they will sit there and defend it. I don't know what your heating oil bill or your gas bill, your propane bill has been like this winter, but mine has been pretty astounding. He said he was going to shut it down all across America. Meanwhile, China is over there building more and more coal-powered plants as fast as they can. And they can do it because they're not part of the treaties because they're still considered a developing nation. Our prime adversary, our prime financial and economic adversary, China, is still considered a developing nation. Therefore, they're allowed to burn as much coal as they want in all the international trees. They're allowed to have cheap energy. While they have cheap energy and develop an economy that will surpass the U.S. economy economy by 2027, many experts say, they're killing our energy economy. Conservatives aren't aren't crazy. And we're not conspiracy. 
We are realists. We understand how things work. And sometimes you just have to do what's best for the country instead of what's best for yourself, Mr. President. Mr. Moneybags from Ukraine and the Chinese Communist Party via your son. Sometimes just find a bone somewhere in your freaking body that puts America first. Here's your none better take of the day. This Biden regime is a complete clown show. They are a joke. They're a joke not only to the rest of the world, they should be a joke to every American everywhere. And the fact that he still has a 30 plus, 40% approval rating, higher than that among Democrats, is astounding. These people do not think for themselves are useful idiots. They will sit there and bow their head and walk just like sheep off the cliff or into the slaughterhouse like good little, good little sheeple. The Biden administration is destroying the reputation of this country. They're destroying the security of this country. President Joe Biden is a foreign agent. His family is compromised. They've been in cahoots with Ukraine and Russia and the Chinese Communist Party for years. It wasn't Trump. It was never Trump. It was Biden. Biden is so radical, even Obama didn't like him. And now he's running the most powerful country in the world. He's giving every piece of candy that he can to the Ukraine fighting a proxy war against Russia, including Patriot missile batteries and Abram tanks, the most advanced weapon systems on the ground, ground weapon systems in the world. And we're sending personnel over there in Ukraine to train them how to use them. That means there are American boots on the ground in Ukraine in a war against Russia. You think they're happy about that? I would venture to say they're probably not very happy about that. You've got a party that wants to be in control that has no control. Fortunately, Republicans took over the House. And we have McCarthy in there that has done things that I never thought he would do. He's a politician that blows with the winds. And as I said at the top of the show, he will either, one of two things, he's either, you know, it's, it's popular now and politically expedient to be an American first constitutional Republican. So he's going that route and he's talking the talk and he's walking the walk for now. Or, the guy has actually been red-pilled. Maybe he's going the way of Ted Cruz. Maybe, hopefully, it's real. And the guy really is going that direction. Maybe he will be a champion for the conservative movement. I give him the benefit of the doubt until he proves me wrong. Thanks for watching. This has been The Nun Report. If you're just listening on the Renegade Radio or any of the podcast channels, including, well, Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, all the ones out there, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash The Nun Report. You can watch all the videos I put up. You can check out all the visuals. You can see my cool shirts that I wear every day. Or I'm on social media at The Nun Report. 
except for TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS. Or simple, go to my website, thenunreport.com. It's all right there, one stop, one shop. You can click into everywhere that you could possibly find Dan Nunn and the Nun Report. Anyway, hey, thanks for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.